Hello and welcome to From Fear to Fire, secrets to overcome fear, embrace your gifts and achieve success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. My name is Heather Hanson O'Neill and I am your host today and every day in the From Fear to Fire show. I have a quote and this one is, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And that's one by Viktor Frankl. I think it's a good one, one of my favorites. We have an awesome guest for you today. Her name is Tina Kadish. She is a coach, speaker, trainer, and freedom specialist with the tools and strategies to help women discover their passion, live their purpose, and create prosperity in their life. She supports professional women who want to escape the nine to five or want to reinvent themselves. She guides them by creating a three-step roadmap that creates clarity, focus, and immediate measurable steps towards their freedom. You know, she's speaking my language here. I'm super excited to share some of these great strategies that she has. She has a, a program called Through Life is Ideal, where she offers personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, group pro coaching programs, seminars, workshops, and that help her clients to gain freedom in their life. And that's what it's all about for us here, maximizing, empowering women to maximize their potential and find that freedom. So let's welcome Tina Kadish. Tina, how are you today? Good. I'm great. Thank you, Heather. That was great. Good. Yeah, I'm excited about hearing some of these great strategies that you have that people can take away because you said, right, immediate action that they can take. And I'm an action-oriented person, so I'm I'm super stoked about this. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your background before we dive in. So my background has been in training, training and development, and I was working for a Fortune 500 company where I was an area trainer. And I delivered leadership development. I delivered HR type of uh, training programs. And so, and recruiting, corporate recruiting is also my background, which I recently left last year. And so my background really um, was in those industries. And I got laid off in um, 2003. And that's when my uh, journey began to find my own passion. You know, I find that a lot with my clients is that there's this, there's a lot of fear wrapped around if you get laid off. But then when you look back later, most of them will be able to say is best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, yes, it was. It was because it, and you're right. Fear was the first thing. And fear has been a theme along my journey up to mm -hmm. last year when I exited my corporate job. Finally. Well, is that what triggered you to start your business or was it something else? What triggered my business was that when I was laid off, I started a journey of figuring out what I wanted to do and I needed clarity around it because I had never been laid off. So I felt I found myself in an uncomfortable situation. I've always left jobs, but I've never been laid off. So I was scared because I didn't know what to do. And I was a single mom with two kids at the time. And I knew that something better was going to happen, but I just didn't know what that would be. So I started a network and I realized that freedom was a core value of mine as I was going through my journey and working with coaches 
that a value of mine is freedom. And that's why I call myself a freedom strategist today is because I can help other women to find freedom in their business, in their life uh, in general by living their passion. That's awesome. And and I think a couple of things stand out to me. One in particular is that you, you got back to the values. And I think then when we take the time to look at what are my values and how can I incorporate them in what I do on a daily basis, that's when we make the best decisions, right? Absolutely. I, I love that. And I happen to have freedom as one of mine, so I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> awesome. So one of the things that comes up for a lot of the listeners and my clients is this element of clarity that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So do you have any specific tips? You said you took some time to kind of gain clarity in what, what you're going to do next after you got laid off. Are there any things that you learned in that that you can share with the listeners? Yes. So what I learned was that you need to create intentions, okay, with what is it that you want to create in your life every day being intentional. And I was intentional and say, okay, what am I going to do? Where am I going to, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? What, how am I going to find my passion? So it's creating intention and also focusing on it. What is your attention going to be? So where you're putting your attention is key. Are you focusing on the negative? Are you focusing on the positive? So as I was in my journey, I was paying attention to positivity, uh, having clarity around my career that I wanted. So it's very important that what you focus on expands. And Mm -hmm. so what are you focusing on is the question that all of your listeners is, are you, what are you really, what are you focusing on every day? Are you intentional with your um, attention? And my third piece is no tension, meaning letting go, letting go that it will happen. And, you know, you want to create activities, you want to be intentional every day, what are you going to focus on, but then letting it go and not attaching to the outcome, you really want to detach yourself, which is, which is hard to do. Because if we are control freaks, and we want it to be a certain way, which I've had some challenges with that, Mm. myself, it's very, it's hard sometimes to let go and trust (laughs) the process. It, it it really is. And and I, I claim that I am a, a fellow recovering control freak <laughs> because I you know, I definitely have it too. And I think it's what led to me doing a TED talk on letting go because I needed it more than anybody else, right? Um, but I love those three things. So you've got your intention, mm-hmm. uh, being very intentional about your actions and in particular intentional about where you put your attention. And that's focusing on what's good and solutions and positivity and options versus where sometimes people go in that morass of what could go wrong. And and if you focus there, you manifest those things, right? Exactly. And then that tension part. I love that because, you know, it's such an easy way to intention, attention, tension to kind of uh, solidify it for people to remember, but releasing that tension and just saying, you know what, I'm going to do my best, but I'm not going to stress out because world, the world is going to keep going and other people are going to do things and things may come up. As long as I'm doing my best each day, it's going to work out, right? 
Exactly. You know, you want to have an end in mind, yeah. but it's the journey to get you to the end in mind. I mean, my journey along the way was always, I wanted to leave my, once I you got laid off, but then fear, you know, great topic, of course, your whole, um, your whole podcast, your whole business around from fear to fire is, is so, um, it resonates with me because it was always about fear, fear that I went back to work and in corporate recruiting. And I stayed for 11 years and I was not even in a, in an industry I liked. And I Mm -hmm. went from training and development that I really liked, got laid off, but then because of fear led me to a job while working my business part-time until last year that I finally said I'd had it. And I had created a plan before that. And I finally exited my job last July and have been an entrepreneur now for 15 months. Awesome. How does it feel? It's, it's, it's got its ups and downs, but I have to tell you when you have, you have the time you're in control and you are, I mean, you have to work it. You have yeah. to you're out there. You're in control of your destiny. No one is going to give you a paycheck every two weeks. No one's going to tell you what to do. You're it. You're the CEO of your life, yeah. of your business. I find that terribly exciting. <laughs> Me too. Me too. No, I, I do too. Absolutely I do too. love it. But it can, it's not for everybody. Not everyone is, you know, can be an entrepreneur because there's an element of, of risk and ability to like you can't sit on the couch and make it work. You've got to you've got to do the actions, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's not going to come to you. You know, you have to do the activity. So taking action is one of the, you know, with part of the attention, yeah. what activities are you focusing on? You know, mm-hmm. are you focusing on activities that are going to generate revenue or are you focusing on activities like you said sitting on the couch and waiting it waiting for it to happen? That's not going to happen. Exactly. I love that. It sounds like you did all the right things. I wish you the best with your business. That's awesome. Thank you. So if someone out there, any of our listeners is thinking about, and I, I get this question a lot, which is why I'm bringing it up to you. They're, they're looking to figure out what their passion is. Do you have any, any ideas of questions that they might want to ask themselves or things that they might want to do to help them figure it out? So I would, I would tell them, you know, write down, what is your why? What excites you? What are your, (coughs) what are your strengths Mm -hmm. that you bring? Because really getting deep on, you know, what do you want to do, but why do you want to do it? So for me, it was all about once I learned that over 80% of working Americans are not happy with what they're doing. I said, I need to help other women to get that clarity because too many of us are stuck in jobs we don't like, but we don't know what to do. So when I heard about, there's a tool that I coach my clients on to discover their passions that gives them the clarity that they need. So it's really finding out your why and writing down your strengths, really do a brain dump, Mm. you know, and really, you know, using a, a coach, is what I did and networking, going out there and meeting people, um, you know, online, there's so much information that you can learn as well, but really write down your why, what are your strengths? What are your values that you bring as well to the world? 
That's awesome. I think that's really important. Cutting, you know, while you're networking and putting yourself out there to learn and maybe researching online, that the key is to look inside just as much more actually and kind of journal that out and figure out how to use those strengths. Because everybody, I, I always say this, I believe this very firmly, and I know you do as well, is that everybody has a gift inside of them. Everybody has something that they're supposed to be sharing with the world. And when they can look deep within, they will find it. Um, and I think that's a big part of what you're saying. That is so true. I mean, you said a key word. We all have gifts, unique gifts and talents and abilities that we bring. And what we do is we settle. We, um, we're, we're self-critical and we have doubt and we have we sabotage ourselves. And I've done it. You don't yeah. believe in yourself and your mindset because, I, you know, I also coach on mindset. What is your mindset? Is it limiting mm -hmm. you? What, what, what type of mindset do you have? Do you have a, a scarcity mindset or do you have an abundant mindset? And when you're coming from a scarcity mindset, you're going to continue to attract scarcity, not yeah. abundance. So you want to shift your mindset as well. I think that's really, really integral to being able to be successful is recognizing when you go into that place of lack or scarcity and being able to pull yourself out of it and refocus. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's Absolutely. cool. Now, now you mentioned you, you speak to wanting to help women and it's it's in your bio about helping professional women. Is that your market? That's your ideal client is the, is the females in the workplace or? Yes, primarily um, it is the corporate women that are in the nine to five and they want to exit the job and they just don't know what they want to do. Now, as a recruiter, I can also help them figure out what is it that they want to do within a career, within a job. Mm -hmm. And But I, what I have found is most women that are in a corporate job want to leave corporate and want to be an entrepreneur. So I can help them as a next step. Okay, you want to be an entrepreneur? I have five strategies that I coach them on. So a lot of my clients are in the corporate arena and they are just uh, tired and yeah. they just have no joy. They're unfulfilled and they want out. Yeah. Burnt out. They're burnt out. Yeah. Oh, I find that a lot. Now, of course, that's because you're you're drawing, you're magnetizing those people to you because you have a solution for them. Right. So just if you're out there and you love your corporate job, it's not necessarily for you. But it people are being drawn to Tina because that's what you that's what you offer. That's what your specialty is. Right. 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 And because you're focused there and just bringing it full circle back to the importance and the power of focus. That's who comes to you. Exactly, exactly. So I've been attracting those type of women that are in a corporate job and are just stuck. Yeah. And I can help them. And so that's where I was because my story is the same. And I'm finding that people like me are out there. Yes. There are there are a lot, unfortunately. You can tell. Just drive down the street and look at the people driving towards you. <laughs> I know, I know. I just yeah. love it. I just love it. I know. Mondays. Mondays are now a beautiful thing. Sunday nights are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And every day is a beautiful thing. I don't have that. Can't wait for Friday. Um, uh, yeah. And I don't live for the weekend. It's every day is a great day. And that's one of the things that I am living the freedom. But, you know, you can you're in a position where you can help. You can you have flexibility. 
If you have challenges in your personal life, you can be there for your family. You're just available. I have a mom who's who has Alzheimer's and I'm there to help my dad, who's the caregiver. And it's because of being an entrepreneur that I'm able to do that. And yes, you have to go out there and make money. The money's not going to come to you, but you can balance your schedule. You're creating your schedule. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I love that. That's one of my favorite things about being, having my own business. I absolutely love. Now I'm not going to ask you to give away everything that you work with people. You've got this five-step plan, but do you think you've got one or two tips, words of advice for someone who's thinking about starting a business and then maybe they're not sure where to start? So where to start, what I would do is like I already talked about your why. And it's really getting clear about what excites you. What are your strengths? How do you want to support people? You know, what, what excites you? Mm -hmm. And I would definitely recommend getting the right coach to yeah. work with because every coach has a specialty and had it not been for networking and meeting the right people, I would have been able to bring my business together. So, and you can't do it alone. I know that we're all out there. We say, oh, we could do this. And you're all looking for the free stuff. I get it. Free is good, but at the end of the day, you really want someone that can guide you, support you, really give you good ideas and suggestions, and really having faith in yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, creating affirmations daily, create a vision, create a positive mindset, like I talked about earlier, that you can do this. It's scary, but it's working through the fear. Embrace it. Mm. Rise above the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I totally agree with that because I think that, you know, you know, my, my thing with fear and, and it's mm -hmm. because the reason why I spend so much time here is that I see so many amazing, talented, smart people that aren't doing what they love or making a real difference in the world because of fear, because oh, there's something yes. blocking them. Yes. And that's why I really spend my time here. So I, I think you're definitely on the same track there. Um, so you know what, let's, let's digress for a moment. Can you think of a time in your life where you like maybe other than because we we talked a little bit about the layoff and that that was scary but is there another moment where you were just overcome by fear and maybe immobilized a little bit and then you were able to figure it out and work for, to move forward was there something that you learned during that yes uh well <clears throat> as i went back to work at, at a corporate recruiting position and fear kept me there Mm -hmm. And I was stuck because, and although I was doing my business part-time, I just stayed in my job because of fear and I settled and I wasn't valued or appreciated. And I stayed in a job every day, unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I stayed 11 years too long. Yeah. When I could have exited sooner, had I believed in myself or had I had more faith in myself that I can do it. And so it was always around the money. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of us stay in because of money. And I get it. You, you know, we all have bills to pay, but we stay in the fixed mindset and we don't look for solutions. So the fear that I've always had is I've stayed in the fear, the fixed mindset. And even though I've been working on my business for a part time, it was always staying stuck. So 
what I learned is I had to really shift my own mindset and say, okay, I can do this. I have talents. I am smart. I will do it. I, I took a leap of faith. It's really ha- going back to faith yeah. in yourself and that you it can't, you know, what's the worst thing can happen? I mean, having a plan, you have to have a plan. Don't get me wrong. Don't, you can't, I don't advise anyone to just quit their job because they don't like it and let's just end it tomorrow. I created a plan. I specifically had activities. I stepped it up more than I had before. And I, mm-hmm. you know, said affirmations every day, the same affirmation that I used over 30 days consistently, which is key is being consistent. Mm-hmm. Not just, not just one day you feel like doing it and one day you don't. It's being consistent with your dream, your vision. Yeah. Is, and taking those actions, no matter how you feel. Yes. Taking those actions, no matter how you feel, even when you don't feel like it, mm-hmm. you do it. And you always have that vision that end in mind. Okay. What is it? I always had a vision of exiting my job and mm-hmm. that my coworkers were tired of hearing me that I was going to leave my job because I had <laughs> set it and set a goal and then I didn't do it. So I finally last July did it. And because of it, I've been able to really be more focused, step up my business, be more consistent every day. And the results will come when you're out there being consistent and believing in yourself and aligning yourself with the right people. I love that. That consistency, I think, is really important because what it does, too, it reinforces the confidence in yourself. Because if you if you waffle, right, and, and, and you do something one day because you feel good and you don't feel up to it the next day, so you don't do it, you lose faith in yourself. And that is primary. Before you can serve anyone else, you have to believe in yourself. And that consistency is really important part of that. And it goes back to what you were talking about also about um, – having a coach during it. And I think about the the importance of accountability and taking consistent actions. Like if you want to lose weight and you say that you're going to go to the gym, it, it's much more likely that you're going to go if you have somebody there waiting for you, a buddy or a trainer or something that you've told you're going to show up, right? And that's one of the benefits of having a coach is that they hold you accountable to the things that you say you want to do no matter how you feel. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Having a coach, I highly recommend it. If I hadn't worked with coaches, I wouldn't be here. I really wouldn't because they held me accountable. And it was that consistency that, you know, holding me accountable. And I was meeting with them, whether it's once a week, twice a week, uh, twice a month. Mm -hmm. It was that consistency and giving you ideas and solutions because they've done it. They're an expert. And you can't do it all alone. It's going to take you longer if you do it alone. Yeah. I mean, there are people that can, but like you said, that's the key point. Do you want to take six, seven times longer? No. You want to get there faster, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. You do. Absolutely. So did that answer your question? It did. It was perfect. Good. Now, um, as a former corporate woman yourself, what are some challenges that you faced before you even got into entrepreneurship? Yeah, so some challenges was that being in a career that I didn't, you know, the course that I didn't like, and I didn't have the courage. 
Mm-hmm. And so I stayed in my job for too long. And I just found myself just bored. I was complacent. And I just didn't, um, every day I wasn't happy. Okay. Mm-hmm. While I was in my, in my corporate job. And so I really had that, that complacency, mm-hmm. you know, being comfortable with the job, with the salary. And that's why I stayed. It was comfortable. I was, I was in pain, but, and that's another thing I recommend you get, how much pain are you in before you'll make a decision? Mm-hmm. to to get out of your situation. I wasn't enough pain that I had said, okay, enough is enough. I'm done. I'm taking the next step. Leap of faith. My husband is also self-employed. I was carrying the health insurance as well. So that was another mm-hmm. reason why I stayed longer in my corporate job. Mm-hmm. And it's just the two of us were empty nesters. And, but I was comfortable with the position. I was frustrated and unfulfilled and I kept seeing that I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur. And then I was frustrated because I was seeing other entrepreneurs and I wasn't there yeah. and I wanted to be. So I was comparing myself as well, mm. which is another thing not to do. No, don't compare yourself with others. Even as an entrepreneur, I'm not comparing myself. We all have our own gifts and talents and gifts to share. And we're all on our own journey. There's other people that have done it longer than you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think and- that comparison, I mean, that's one of the, I think that's the biggest downfall of social media because people are showing you their best sides of themselves and not sharing the pain that they're going through. And we're comparing our lives to just the best part of themselves, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, comparison, comparison is, is huge. And it's something that as an entrepreneur, to this day, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. I will look at others and say, Oh, how are they doing this? And how they must be successful. They're making good money, mm-hmm. but you don't know behind the scenes, what they're going through or the years of struggle that it took yeah. them to get to where they are today. Yeah. I mean, that, that whole thing just cracks me up when you, you look at the overnight success stories that if you actually hear the full story, it took about 20 years to get there. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And that's another thing I look at. It's like, okay, they've been in business full time 20 years. I've been in business full time 15 months. I'm still learning. I'm still going through the ups and downs and figuring things out and what works, what doesn't work. You know, I'm learning about myself as well, as well as going out there to get clients. So it's definitely been a year of learning. But that's the challenges I had working in my corporate job is that feeling of, you know, not, I was just frustrated, unfulfilled, and I just was complacent and comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Now, where do you see yourself going? Like, do you have specific goals or upcoming programs or things that you see in your future that you'd like to share with us? Yes. So I have an upcoming goal setting and vision board workshop in New Haven area on December 7th. It's my fourth annual workshop and it's a it's nine to two. And it's where people will we're going to review the year, what worked, what didn't work. And we're going to then create new goals for 2020. And we're going to go through the process of what is goal setting? How do you set goals? Why goal setting is so important? And then we're going to create a vision of your goals for 2020. Oh, that's awesome. I love vision boarding. I think it's so important. 
Yes, it is. I've been doing it for four years, uh, workshops, and it's uh, it's a fun and it's uh, limited to 15 people because the space is in a corporate setting. It's overlooking the water, free parking on site. I'll mm-hmm. give you my website where anybody can take a look and get the information on the workshop. Mm-hmm. But also my vision for 2020, I have a book in process nice. that is um, in the editing phase and I I will publish it first quarter 2020. It's the seven steps to freedom. And each letter of the word I have is, for example, faith, release, energy, evaluate, determination, optimism, and mindset. Nice. Are the seven steps to freedom. So I will be you know, launching my book in first quarter. And so my goal is also to speak to other to speak and yeah. around uh, around the United States, mm-hmm. I'd like to be uh, virtual on summits to share my messaging about how can you find freedom and go from corporate to entrepreneurship or really finding the career that you love. Love it. Well, a lot of things for everyone to look out for. How about you share your website here and then also we'll add it to the show notes so people can click on it there. But why don't you you let people know the website now too? Okay, so it's HTTPS colon uh, forward slash forward slash www.lifeisideal.com. All one word. Awesome. Life is ideal.com, isn't it? It is ideal. Yes, it is. That's the, <laughs> I would love for everybody to have an ideal life. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, of course, it flew by again. It's been 30 minutes. Do you have any final words of wisdom for our listeners, Tina? I think my final word of wisdom is believing in yourself that you can do it and just rise, you know, catapult your life, rise and believing in yourself that you can do it. Have a faith, have the faith in yourself that you will do it and don't let the naysayer stop you and go through it even with fear. I love it. We're moving from fear to fire. You're on fire, girl. Yes. Well, thank you so much for spending the time with us today, Tina, and um, everybody out there, listeners, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, check out the show notes for that link and some information about that upcoming vision boarding session as well that Tina's going to have. Thanks again, Tina. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great one. You too.